Hello, hey, welcome. Uh, look, we found you, found us, we found each other in a beautiful way. Uh, this is James Watt in Conversation, show talk, where I talk to the big stars of theatre, comedy, music, and, uh, well, people that entertain us, which is lovely. Uh, today, uh, we've got Griff Reese jones He's out on tour uh, doing his thing, an actual proper stand-up show. Uh, so I got to catch up with Griff, find all the way. He's all over the country, even though the first part of the tour is just talking about uh, his southern bit, but he promises me the northern bit is coming. It may be already happening when you get to hear this. Anyway, uh, if you want to subscribe to this marvellous uh, podcast, you can do. That would be great. Tell your friends. Tell your cat. Uh, just subscribe away. And you want to contact me uh, at James Watt UK on Twitter and Instagram or just search. It'll be there. As long as you get Mr. Steam Engine Guy, we'll be fine. Anyway, let's see what happened when I bumped into and met down a Zoom line, which is the new modern way, with one Griff Reese Jones. Hey, we have. It's interesting. We have. We have a, a comedy legend. I don't know at what stage Griff Reese Jones you became a legend. Are you aware of the date of that? Well, I'm. I'm aware that I've only been on Graham Norton. You know, Graham Norton's show is produced. I know Graham. Yeah. And I know. I know uh, his producer. Yo, his producer. I went on the right on the show. He started off by saying, "We have with us national treasure, Griff Reese Jones." Um, and that's a real. That's a damning thing. And that was twenty years. <laughs> So at that point, I thought, no, no, don't no, we've got to put a stop to this. <laughs> you know, as you start, you know, tramping onto the onto tiny stages as a, as a as a student, you know, and then you work your way up to the Palladium, and gradually you work your way back to tiny <laughs> stages. I mean, the next tour, I imagine, we'll be playing. You know, we'll be playing sort of, you know, Christ's Theatre and things like that. Anyway, at the moment, now because because this is the thing because because we know from you know you've as you have and now your official legend status as we now know um, you've you've done so much stuff. Okay, but you're doing proper stand up again uh, now, which is like uh, like great. This is this is like where you started. Not again! I never did stand up. We oh. didn't come for there was no there was no circuit when I was a young man. There was just there was just, there were just we used to I used to do a show called An Evening Without with yeah. uh, which was a list of uh, the poster was just a list of all the people who weren't in it to try to sort of attract people <laughs> in. And I did that with uh, with Clive Anderson and Rory McGrath and we'd take it around and we'd after we left university it was the our beginning and there was no there was nowhere to go. I mean, literally, we would turn up. We'd have to go to the th- uh, the theatre in Derby on a Sunday night because there was no, there was no such thing. The great yeah. sort of range of comedy venues that you. And now, the last gig I did, the last show all over the place, I did sixty three gigs in Hertfordshire alone. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's true. I just. The thing is, you go out in Hertfordshire and you go, what, in Hertfordshire again? That's unbelievable. Hertfordshire, you know, from Tring to Milton Keynes, every, there are more sort of, you know, but I love small theatres. I love them. And uh, my agent says I have to now. So I <laughs> do, I do, I do find going out. Actually, we're doing some bigger ones. We've been touring now. I got back in the sort of, well, I say back. As I say, it wasn't a, it wasn't a back at all. It was a first for me. I'm sitting, honestly, this is for me, right? Quite an experience. Because young people, they <laughs> go off comedians, and what they do is they do all that stuff. They do the they do the darkened sort of, you know, church hall type performance. Yeah. And I've never done that. So for me, um, it was just like, it was like there was an element of, 
I'm paying my dues somewhat late in life. <laughs> you know, when you're sitting on Oxford Station after you've done a show thinking rather foolishly, I'll just get back to London because that'll you know, it's quite close. And you're still waiting for that train at one, one in the morning. You know, with the rain pouring down. <laughs> I keep thinking of, of Paul Simon, you know, I'm sitting on a railway station, got a ticket. <laughs> do, pe- do people know who you are? Um, like, you know, do young people, like, know who you are? Or is it the guy that does um, a, a few travel shows and, and um, is a bit um, funny? Um, oh, they, this is the way it goes. The Our last Smith & Jones show yeah. was in 19... 19- 97 so we're talking 25 years ago people who actually were able to watch the last show you know allowed to watch it by their parents are now in their 40s so you know we're sort of talking about really people sort of are fascinated by the idea that maybe i was sort of involved in in sort of comedy (laughs) right well here's a thing <laughs> it's it's a it's a kind of it's kind of rude, but it, it's kind of, you know it's insulting, but it's kind of half true. At what age uh, do you decide, uh, as you're a, a funny a funny man, that you have to go do travel documentaries? Because it seems to happen to uh, all comedians of a certain yeah. age. Well, I, well, it's uh, not all, not all. There's a sort of you know, there was a there was a little sort of choice yes. that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the truth is, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Hugh Carlton Green, when he, that's a name from, for, for those of us who are uh, who are old, when he ran the BBC, you know, he was the director general, and he was a very liberal director general, and he he wrote in his biography about being, he said, I left the BBC and I, I, I handed, you know, I, my, my time had come and I'd finished, I'd retired. I walked out of those big doors, important place. And by the time I was down to Oxford Street, I, just, I discovered I was actually, I was actually running. <laughs> now we must talk about we must talk say so you say so this so you, you travel documentary thing i've just called i i mean i may be about three years out of date i don't know because you know what streaming's like now uh yeah. you you're still in australia uh to me oh my goodness. i've been oh no 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 i'm on from that i've been uh, i've been to australia I've been to new zealand yep. and i did a this is all with an australian company who god bless them in australia i'm a big honestly honestly you wouldn't believe that I'm yeah, a big news star. over there <laughs> it's just too expensive to get there and yeah. with all the money i'm earning in australia honestly i could buy i could buy a small caravan and sort of live out there <laughs> And so, because when you do these travels, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I always think, well, you must be bumping into other comedians en route who are all doing exactly the same thing. I get to the end of the Australian tour and I sit and talk to Ross Noble. <laughs> and and so, <laughs> is, is it just a small? Is it just a small gang of you going around there? Is it is it done on the hoof or is it is it kind of half planned? No idea. You took, I went up to the top. I mean, you go into Big Ben, yeah. you know, which is the town. Not the clock, you know, yeah. at the moment, to see the clock from the inside. And I rather than the guys are all standing there saying, you know, welcome, Griff. Hello, come on in, come on in. Here we are. Now, do you want to stand over here where Rory McGrath stood? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, I don't, I don't know. I because I, uh, uh, Jeremy Clarkson stood over it. <laughs> <laughs> Standing with the camera would say, I ended up hanging from the, you know, like Harold Lloyd from the second. <laughs> <laughs> now the tour, we must talk about the tour because the tour is coming. Yeah. 
And yeah. um, uh, what, because it's proper stand-up, because I don't know if you were ever known for, for doing sort of, like, the circuit wasn't didn't exist. So, you know, that was not a thing that you're known, well, known for. You. Mel and I used to do sketches. Of course, we go on tour and we do, we play uh, the Apollo, you know, that we play the big, big gigs and all that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. You know, you know, double act. You'd start, you can't, you know, we'd put new material in because I was all writing bits and pieces that I wanted to try out. We'd do it. And sometimes it would go like a bomb and it was fantastic. Yeah. And at other times, you'd be starting off on a whole sequence and think, oh, no, this doesn't, they don't They don't quite understand this. But I'd have to, we'd have to hold hands and walk into the valley of death. Right the way through the <laughs> Right the way through the valley. <laughs> <laughs> And then sort of climb out the other side and continue with the rest of the show. Whereas if you're, I mean, you're on stage and you start a story and nobody really salutes it, you can sort of move quite quickly to another story. It's quite, you know, it's there's elements of it which are different and sort of reviving, you know. Cat's pyjamas. So uh, there's, there's some, uh, that, that's a phrase that means something, doesn't it? You're you're the cat's pyjamas, I presume. No, the audience yeah. of the cat's pyjamas. Uh, no, I love, the, I love the phrase. I looked it up. Did you know, it's actually, it's a, it's a phrase that comes from uh, uh, the, the press yeah. because uh, sort of 1920s, and it was all about somebody uh, walk apparently set off to some socialite to walk through uh, uh, New York wearing sort of, and she was described as being, a, a, a looking like the cat's pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fantastic. And you know, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to because I found out that in Ireland it's the it's the spider's ankles. Oh right, yeah, yeah. spider's ankles. And of course, uh, I then looked up, and I hope we you can beat this out later. I discovered that because the dog's bollocks. But <laughs> now wait a minute. If you, look it up, if you look it up, you discover that it was actually that phrase was attributed to Mel Smith. Ah, really? And what really? So called the Gambler. He called a did a show called The Gambler, and it was it featured in there. And it's sort of like if you look at the dictionary of slang, yeah, that is so it's all coming home to roost. But it really means that this is going to be the show with the best yeah. stuff in it. Because I'll probably be doing some of the old stuff as well. I've got to pinch some of the old jokes out of the out of the original tour. Do you, do you, I mean, are you like Bob Monkhouse? Did he write it all down and, and save everything, or is it just sort of gone? Did he, have you got Have you got old scripts and, uh, and things? No, 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 in, I, I, I had I've, the number of times I'd say that was a great show, wasn't it? Wasn't it great? Because I do tend to go off piste. Yeah, that's the whole thing. About being, that's what, what's rather wonderful is I tell stories and I used to, I have a set list. Yeah. <laughs> and it has sort of, you know, it has 20 stories in it. And then I, I have a tendency to sort of embellish stories and add little bits as go along. So we, we go down to 15 stories in two and a half hours, yeah. you know, and then, and then the, they say, no, we got to get, we got to get the show. So, so I end up telling only, you know, only, yeah. only sort of five stories, but they are, they are involved stories, which take us off our track. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's interesting because you're doing uh, for, for us. You're, you're doing a tour all over the place, but you know, uh, Chipping Norton. That's I would say that's an intimate theatre. I love that theatre. Yeah, it's very lovely theatre. Whatever it is, it's a temperance hall. Or yeah, that's right. Like that. It is. Yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah. It's a really bizarre thing because you step out there, and if you tripped and fell off the stage, you'd, you'd hurtle about twenty feet to the uh, to the orchestra pit. So I have to actually in Oxford in that on the Apollo. We used to do a show where I'd. Um, where we we sing in a folk song and it was not not getting any laughs. So halfway through the folk song, Mel would sing "Step with me" and I'd step and fall straight off the stage. But it was so deep and sort of injured myself so badly they had to sort of take me off to the hospital afterwards. There we are. <laughs> Anything. 
Wait, wait. Anything for a laugh. But Chipping Morton, we are doing. Oxford Playhouse. Oxford Playhouse doing, yeah. And then all over the country. This is the first leg of the cat. Oh, right. right. So yeah. we do many ways to skin a cat's pyjamas. And when I, I'm on Instagram <laughs> regularly. I like Instagram. It's very good because it's sort of generally not so abusive. And I sort of I put I put up I put up a, a picture of the poster with the dates, and it became abusive. I've never had <laughs> so much abuse for an Instagram posting because people said, even though I'd said this is the first leg of the tour, it was all <laughs> what's wrong yeah. with the north? Yeah, I, I did spot. I did spot there was no northern because I have a, I have a northern uh, thoughts as well. So I didn't notice there was nothing up north. You, you're sort of scared to go north of about Watford. No, that was no, a bit bit no, tricky. No, no, come on, go and play everywhere in Liverpool. One of the things that was great when Mel and I we were scared to death of playing the Liverpool Empire. You know the graveyard yeah. of the Glasgow Empire, only to find that luckily that you know if that's our sort of what we might call sort of basic, fairly low yeah. sort of humour went down better up north than it did in... <laughs> uh, we, we're out of time, Griff, because I know you've got things to do today. You know, you've got to go and sort uh, your next too. travel show out, whatever you're going to do, and yeah. uh, and uh, polish all your trophies. Uh, there's so much more we can talk about, but we're looking forward to seeing it on tour, telling actual jokes and stories be... Love you. I, and, think, I think we'll try and get some in, yes, yeah, along the way. Absolutely. Lovely to talk to you. And you. Thank you for having me. There you go, the marvellous Griff Rees-Jones. He could have gone on for hours, really. But he had things to do, had to put the bins out, that sort of thing. Uh, catch him on tour uh, through the year. Uh, you know where to find all the information about that. Uh, coming to a town near you, telling gags. Uh, this is James Watt in conversation, show talk. Uh, don't forget, you can hit that subscribe button uh, and that'll be amazing. It'll change your life. Uh, and tell your friends about it and uh, get to join the party. And if, uh, who knows who the next one will be. Lots of uh, entertainment stars on the way on this show fairly soon and I'll catch you next time around.